Hi, this is Nick Dragata at Heroes Con, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. <laughs> think we're gonna go with that one as he usual take hotness yeah he never does more than one just for the people no, playing no. at home right yeah can't stop won't stop oh boy <laughs> why are you so giddy that, that must be high as kite because he's, he's quiet as he's quiet as a mouse just listening loud. <laughs> i wish i wish i was <laughs> Fuck. Wow. I'm, I'm so full of fucking NyQuil and Benadryl. I'm fucking just... I'm, oh, you're zonked. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking... I feel like shit. We're going to get you high as a kite, because you know what? This is 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 884, and I'm the pusher man, Vince P. You are the pusher man. I am not. I'm David A. Price. This is true, and of course, you all know me. I am Travis Morgan. Better known as Wow. You're not Travis Morgan. You're Jason Wood. No. You're Jason you don't, have, you, you don't have the Van Dyke. It's true. Now, it, it seems like it's hard for you to grow facial hair, is it? I mean, I've had a beard the entire time you've known me. Yeah, I know, but it's not like that super thick. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I could never grow anything it, like that. It's yeah. downy, actually. Yeah, it is. Like Robert. You're not Jason Wood, everybody. No, you are Jason Wood. What's happening? <laughs> you're not Travis Walton. You're Jason Wood, everybody. Here together on this average old normal ass episode where we uplift you with sensor. Yeah. Such a sale. salesman. Well, normal's good. We we yeah. uplift you with scintillating talk about the comic books. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by CheapGraphicNovels.com. CheapGraphicNovels.com. If you want to get your graphic novels on the cheap. And I'm just not talking graphic novels. I'm talking OGNs, trade paperback collections, omnibus editions, manga, art books, all that stuff. You can get them for less, far less, than cover price at CheapGraphicNovels.com. A couple episodes back, we did a comparison of the featured specials on CGN. That's because we know them. We can call them that, CGN. And Amazon. And guess what? CGN beat Amazon every time. Whoop, whoop. Yes. Remember, place an order because you are going to be stunned, speechless, at the amount that you can save at CheapGraphicNovels.com. Once uh, they get your order, they're going to reply to it and say, hey, thanks for your order, person. You're going to reply to that email saying, you know what? 11 o'clock comics sent me. Max is going to just like Santa, he's going to oh, laugh his big old belly laugh and gift you, because it is the season, with free shipping on your next order. It's incredible. So you're saving on the cover price massively. And then you're, you're, you're saving on shipping by paying nothing for your second order. It's crazy. Just go to CheapGraphicNovels.com. Savings all around. It's like you're throwing up savings. All day, air day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice little improv for you it's Christmas time right. and because it's Christmas time I still have some old Fezziwig I was wrong that wasn't the, the last of it so I, I'm drinking old Fezziwig it, it's a it's a sliding scale descending as it were drinking old Fezziwig 
Then I have a Founders All Day Haze, which is a Session Hazy IPA. And then I have a can of, they're changing the name to this, actually. I have a can of Shit Yingling. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we bought it for whatever reason. I don't even remember. And I have like a couple cases of it. So I have yeah. to drink it. You, you got you. You got to. I can't save it for Christmas because I'm thinking it won't be the freshest. Mm. And I don't want to, you know, far be it from me to not roll out the red carpet for my, my guests on Christmas Eve. You get a big old crew coming, right? Every too many. Yeah, more than two is a big old crew. So, yes, there's mm. a big crew coming. Mm. Yeah. What's on the menu? Oh, seven, seven fishes. The seven fishes. But I'm saying, well, yeah, right. But it's yeah. like it can. Calamari, yeah. bacala. We have uh, some kind of whitefish. Usually it's cod, um, mm-hmm. shrimp, not not the good shrimp, like real shrimp. Oh. No, we have real shrimp. <laughs> um, sometimes, sometimes lobster. I don't know if we're doing that Man. this year, but we may. Um, uh, did I say bacala? I did. You, you did, but I'm so glad you said it again because that is that is I love, dude. I oh, love it's amazing. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I murder it. I murder it. Oh. Um, sometimes some of the mail we, real quick. Just talk. Why, why don't you just come and have it? Sometimes uh, we have uh, cl- uh, crab on the half shell. It mm. depends. It depends. Damn, you guys go all out. Yeah. I think we talked about this a Christmas or two ago. I have never had a feast of the seven fishes, and uh, that bums me out because I'm. I'm pretty much like everyone around me is Italian. Oh, linguine with anchovy sauce. Woof. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Oh, getting me hungry. Yeah, troops are upstairs and hungry too. Can you hear them? They're they're checking everything. I can hear them, but for one or Dap is, I think he is. Dap, are you making yourself a Bartesian drink right now? No. Actually, it's your turn. You didn't go. Lighting the candle on the menorah in celebration of the Hanukkah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I should have saved the uh, I should have saved the, the the blessing for for the show. Rukatai, right? Well, don't go because ah, Jason. Tadanoi, there you go. Jason didn't I answer. I know he didn't. I didn't so, answer what? He didn't answer the drink. Just just say water so Daph can talk. I, I I was on on a tangent. Um, yeah, I'm, no, I'm drinking Schweppes pink grapefruit seltzer. Schweppes, Daph. I I know you don't watch the Hallmark, but I don't know what it is. This year, the Jewish themed ones are great, like okay. really good. Just saying. Okay, that's been quite pleased with this season. I got to see what uh, what channel it is. Uh, it, it, it's on over here. Maybe I'll um, I'll see about spinning some up this weekend. Nice. What are you drinking there, Dad? Uh, just a, uh, just, just, just a simple gin and tonic, nothing, uh, nothing crazy. Well, as long as you're enjoying it. I am. I wanted, I wanted something with alcohol. I didn't want, I, 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 I didn't do the whole, I actually, I am out of it. I, I, I took a nap a little while ago before we started tonight. So I didn't even, I, I didn't have time to like make the boil the water for the tea for 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 the hot tide or anything like that so i was just like fuck it let me just get upstairs grab this sit down talk to my booze have a good night that's there you go go. that's winning at life to me it sounds like it is yeah right so a little bit of behind the scenes action 
we all teamed up this week on stuff. It wasn't even planned. It's just the way it happened. It's true. And uh, we are going to have, we're stating it right now, we're going to have our very, it may not be our first, I have to check the archives, but we are having a Silver sprocket Orama this episode. Unbelievable, inconceivable. Yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. Jason, do you want to start? Or should we should we all go in? We'll talk about one we all read. Because I know that this, like the Krabby Patty, is a universal good. You cannot dislike this book. <laughs> you can't. If you do, it's not the book, it's you. All right? This is the latest delivery in a um, a fairly long-running series, right? Um, I believe it was numbered for a while, and then it turned into a series of one-shots. And this is the latest, called Everything Socks, Friends Forever. And it is, of course, done by Michael Sweater. Not where I thought you were going with this, by the way. I See, I knew it. I knew it as soon as Vince set it up like that. Because every other time we've talked about Everything Sucks and Michael Sweater, it either Jason hasn't read it or he hasn't found the episode. So this may be, and absolutely correct me if I'm wrong, this may be the first time Jason's read Everything Sucks. It could be. But I, I'm, I hazard to guess it won't be the last once he experiences the magnificence of Michael Sweater. We'll see. Well, yeah. <laughs> we got a 50-50 shot, right? <laughs> oh, this is great. I can't wait. <laughs> I love that you're, that, you're, that you're just like in anticipation of it. I am. It is a beautiful cover. I mean, I wish this is one time where I wish like we were doing YouTube because I want people to see this cover. Yeah, the uh, the like chromatic gold inlay. Yeah, it shines yeah. in the light. Yeah, I was uh, talking with Dap before the episode, and I said Silver Sprocket has to have a sugar daddy somewhere. I was thinking the same thing because because <laughs> they're not. Listen, we love Silver Sprocket. I mean, but like the production quality of this stuff, you got to think they're moving units. It's ridiculous. This stuff is not cheap. Spot varnish alone adds significantly to the production costs, but look at this book. Like, it's eight bucks, okay? But Full color. Full color. Um, spot varnish. Stickers. You see, you buried the leaves. Like, what the hell? <laughs> spot varnish and gold foil. Right, not just in one spot, and it—I mean, there's text with gold foil on it. Yep. Heavy paper. This yep. is not—it's glossy clay-coated like paper. That Baxter, that Baxter paper. Uh, this is better than Baxter. Yeah. Uh, we're not, yeah. yeah, and as Dap popped his load going in, there's a sheet of stickers in the back, and they're slaps. They're priority mail stickers that have been illustrated as if. You know, someone was out in the streets, the streets, doing the slaps, putting them on. You know, I love this book. It's very street. It is. But mm-hmm. um, so it's a very simple premise. Very simple. Um, three friends get stuck in a bathroom. It's a, it's a one-act play. 
with basically in one room. It starts off in a bar, but it quickly uh, segs into the bathroom. And Noah, Brad, and Kala get stuck. The door jams in the bathroom, and hilarity ensues. It takes a good writer to make an interesting story with a, a, a minimum of characters, I think. Like three, two, three characters. That's a small cast for um, a, a tale, I think. And there's one location, a bathroom. But it, it kind of reminds me of every sitcom in the 1970s, <laughs> right? Especially like the Honeymooners. Honeymooners had more than one location, but for the most part, it either yeah. took place in the kitchen, Ralph and Alice's kitchen, or like maybe one extra location, mm-hmm. one additional yeah. location. And man, he I think Michael's not only is just a phenomenal cartoonist, his, that's the thing that attracted me to him initially was his cartooning ability uh there's something about his his puffy organic line i just love the way he draws everything and so that was the key that you know entered the lock but i think he's a pretty um pretty good storyteller too like i shouldn't identify with a lot of this and to be honest with a number of these Silver Sprocket, Sprocket books, I didn't identify. I could not. I just couldn't. But um, that's on me. I'm out of the. I'm out of the age bracket. But something Michael Sweater does is pretty universal to me. Like I can. I. I I've been there hanging out in a bar, right? I've been there trying to find relationships. I've never been stabbed in the shoulder blade, or have been locked in a bathroom that's quickly filling with water. <laughs> Or had a girl drop trow right? Yeah, in a bathroom, gotta go. taking a shit next to me. Like never had that happen. But I like this. All this feels comfortable to me. Yeah, like it's not a stretch to approximate these things in my life. There, I have had similar incidents as as the one depicted in here, but not not as extreme as this, and it didn't hurt. That Noah's like my favorite everything sucks character. So big I, shock. Yeah, yeah. Um the setup is No Noah's always complaining. He's very abrasive and he's at a bar and this woman, uh Becca, comes up to him and says, Hey, you know, um you wanna wanna watch a movie? She about his dick. Yeah, it's the thing. So, no points for taste. But you know, she wants to. <laughs> she wants to watch the thing, and he's like, "Is this a joke? You put me on? Is it? Is, is cameras? What?" And she's like, "Oh, you know, if you wanna, you wanna get together? We can watch it." And so he's like, "Oh, good. Um, I, I, w- I won't shit, but he has to shit." <laughs> so he goes into the 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 bathroom, and. While he's in there, Kala comes in, takes a dump, and of course, Brad fucks things up by closing the door, and then the door won't open, and then he tries to get out of a ceiling vent, uh, the ductwork, and knocks the sink off its moorings, and the pipe breaks, and water comes flooding in, and 
you know, the, the rest of the story can be experienced on your own. I have nothing but love for Michael Sweater. You know, he's one half of the Benji Nate. Uh, Want to call it an equation, I guess? So uh, it's a stupid way of saying it. Michael Sweater and Benji Nate are a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we've talked about Benji Nate's work here before. But um, I know David. David has good taste. So he oh he, he loved this. <laughs> but I, I need to know what Jason thought of it. It, this isn't one of those things where if you don't like it, the show's over. But it's close. But it's close. Yeah, I was for that. Uh, I was waiting for that. No, I mean, I, this was. I thought this was very cute. I mean, is it groundbreaking? No. Was it like right on the edge of like the characters being loser slackers? That I was going to be like, fuck this. Just on the edge, but like to their credit, they they kept me in it. And I think part of it is the animation style. I mean, for those that aren't familiar with the work, like I was thinking, it kind of looks like uh, like a like a gumball you know like that kind of vibe yeah, like yeah. yeah not as clean as gumball but yeah no no, no so, for sure but like right. just you know that kind of that kind of type like something you definitely could see in like a uh you know an adult swim cartoon right like it's definitely got that vibe but uh yeah listen it was silly you know it reminded me of um after i finished it i was like oh this is like a comic version anthropomorphized of it's always sunny in philadelphia like this, mm, this is like yeah. the always an always sunny episode. Like they get locked in the bathroom and it floods, and like you know, like that's just something that would happen to them. I'm like, I've never oh, okay. seen it. Oh yeah, it's very it's very clear. I mean, listen, there's like 17 seasons, so it it gets yeah. very repetitive, like all sitcoms. But you know, but it's with 12 done for what it is. Yeah. So and I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I enjoyed oh, it. Nice. I mean, I must say, I mean, to Dap's point, I don't. If I mean, to whatever extent you have talked, you all have talked about these books before. I have no memory of it. So. Oh God. <laughs> Well, so, I could think of at least Depp three times we've talked about it. At, uh, at least two, because we talked about two two issues in one episode, and then I think a follow-up. Yeah, and then I read one that you didn't read. Yeah. So at, at least two, three times. Yeah. That's all right. He just hits the mute button. But <laughs> I can sum it up succinctly. I know... When I lay my money down for a Michael Sweater book, I know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm going to get, and mm-hmm. I know I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's a win. Like, can you say that about every book you buy these days? No. I have the utmost confidence in his ability to entertain me. Mm-hmm. There you go. And there's a backup story in which a, a rabbit is pissed because somebody shit on his rock. And, bear shit in the woods. and he doesn't believe anybody. So he force he enforces them to shit in front of him to prove because if they shit on his rock, they can't shit again after having shit so recently. So mm-hmm. he he forces a bunch of his friends to shit in front of him. And uh wah, wah, there's a little tiny little expected twist ending. <laughs> but yeah. who doesn't want to see a rabbit forcing his friend, who's a frog, to shit? <laughs> That's it's gold. It's comedy gold. There's a lot of characters in here that just don't care about whipping their pants down and shit in front of their friends. Yeah, yeah. it's very true. It's, there's, it's, it's a trope. It is. <laughs> Poor raccoon's not getting any, but he knows how to shit. Did we, did we say shit enough? I don't think so. 
So that's the first. Blue. <laughs> that's so the that's, first of the silver the first, sprocket. Uh, um, the first checkpoint of the uh, of the Orama race, right? All right. So if we're if we're grading these, I'm giving this an A. Uh, yeah. B. I didn't hear you. What'd you say? I'll give it a B. Okay. That's not a bad average. Yeah. Yeah. B plus, right? <laughs> Solid B. No, I mean, <laughs> the, the average would oh, be a average. B plus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about next, Jason? It's up to you. Oh, but in the Orama, though, right? Sure. Yes. In the oh. Orama. Well, I know that these are books that, uh, that are... Our patrons, our, our amazing Slack patron brothers and sisters, love these books. Yes, they like, do. They love these damn books. Um, and I know that you know DAP. One of the things we don't mention is one of the one of the things we do weekly. DAP posts the uh, all the new comics in the Slack. You know, list of all the new comics, and we all we all pop in and give our top five books that we're most looking forward to picking up this week. And I feel like this set of comics is always in those lists like by other people uh they're like oh i'm so stoked this next issue is coming out and i was like i don't files it away i'm like i gotta i gotta i gotta get up on these 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 issues they seem like the hotness but uh never going to a physical store as i do i'm like oh i gotta get them and can order them but uh silver sprocket hooked us up and didn't make me have to order them because they sent them to us and that is pp poo poo which is admittedly an absurd name uh like and you know but that's kind of the point right but uh I don't. I mean, I had never read any of this before. Had any? Had either of you read it before? I've. Ne- I don't. I don't know if I've ever read anything from Carolyn Cash before this. I have not. So there you go. Look at that. Um, I see Dap read them. Did you read them, Vincent? I did. You did. Yes. Yes. Because look at how he wrote it. I, I don't have it. Oh, yes. All right. You know. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to out loud, but yeah. Oh. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, listen. Keeping it, keeping it one hundred, right? Yep. <clears throat> so, judging from our list that we show each other, what we read for the week, it, I'm guessing that uh, Vince did not care for these issues. Interesting. Our well, Slack, it, our Slack patrons are crying right now. It's okay. <laughs> so tell sad. them, tell tell the world why you enjoyed these. Well, first of all, uh, the the issues are. Um, I mean, they're not quite treasury size, right? Like they're, what would you say? I mean, no, they're almost like, like magazine size. Yeah, exactly, like magazine size. Yeah, it's a magazine. And and again, we we have to stress: great paper, crazy thick cover stock, foil, glittery titles. Yeah, yeah glittery it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, and nuts. spot varnish. Like, what is going on? Yeah, it's pretty color nice. printing. It's. I mean, the the paper is is a toothy. Um, stock not like the the clay coat stock that's in the michael sweater book but mm. still they're, they're printing these in color for the most part it's, it's insane to me yeah for sure so they they're not numbered in an official way they're numbered in a humorous way so there's issue number 69 issue number 420 and then issue uh 8085 <laughs> boobs yeah uh yeah so type it out You'll see what it says. Um, but um, as Dap mentioned, the creator is is uh, Carolyn Cash, and these are um, like single issue, single creator anthologies. Um, probably for 
our listenership like the in the same kind of like campus like the stuff that like rug will do you know or like if you go to a con he's got like a little single comic issue anthology and inside that he's done it all but it's like different styles different different vibes you know a true anthology except just all from the, from one single mind um i knew nothing about uh, cash before this like udap i had never other than in our community people being excited when these books would come out i i knew nothing of them um I'm guessing now after reading these three issues, I mean, I've kind of a pretty clear picture of who she is, or at least who she portrays herself to be. I mean, she is a, uh, she is a lesbian, uh, comic creator. And, um, uh, you know, that's a, it's a bit that, that her sexuality and, and that was a big part of the motif of these stories. Um, I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that that's true of all of the stuff. Like, are these Dap, are these the only issues so far? Or are there other issues? Do you know? I do not know. Yeah. Well, assuming there are other issues, I mean, again, maybe that's a theme, but uh, but clearly, like she puts herself in these stories. These are autobiographical in many cases, um, but I enjoyed them. I, I think the thing that like I liked the most about it was the rug thing, which is that that the she varied the art style, she varied the the layout, the theme, like the genre. So, I mean, that was I thought that was well well crafted, and I will say that the like with any anthology, like not every story hit um, you know to the same degree. But there were definitely some some stories that I thought were really well done, and I will say, if I had to categorize them, um, not a shocker to some, but like the stuff that really got me was when she would do like her her personal like slice of life dating stuff, like like in some of the shenanigans that she had to get up to with all that, like that that felt realer to me, like because I don't know that I find her humor me like like all that um, coincident with mine. So like, but I appreciated some of the attempts, but I think like when she kind of kept it a little more real that the, those stories spoke to me more. Um, but yeah, I really, I'm, I'm fascinated and curious why you don't like it, Vince. Cause I think the art's well done and I think it's varied and creative. And I, so I'm curious why, why this wouldn't resonate with you. All right. Tread lightly. I know. Um, going in, I will say that I think visually, it's very well done. Totally. I like the art a lot. I like the hand-drawn type a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pastiches, they're okay. Um, the 69 has a pastiche cover of Robert Crumb, uh, Robert Crumb illustration. And on the first page, she does a pastiche of the pissing um, Calvin and Crumb's head is in the toilet. Okay. It's funny, I guess. And then um, the 420 is a Dan Klaus eight ball mm-hmm. pastiche. And then on the the boobies or the boobs 885 issue, it's a, it's a Silver Age DC romance comic cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, very creative. I get it. Um, I guess I should tell you which strip I liked. It would be far easier to tell tell you which strip I, I liked than, <laughs> wow. than yeah. I, I really liked the unofficial art school confidential strip mm-hmm. because that section is nothing but truth. One hundred percent truth. Uh everything she says is pretty much dead on. Mm-hmm. So that one um there was a, a hook for me that, that brought me in and uh she was kind of speaking my language which is not a prerequisite for anything I read. Like, you don't have to come to me. I will come to you if I find value in your words. 
right? And again, anybody who's listened to this show knows I genuflect deeply at the altar of William Burroughs. So queer culture and queer fiction is not out of my wheelhouse, right? I don't, I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. anybody to think that, that I, the, the, the themes or the content is pushing me away. Oh, yeah. Well, right. I, who would think that unless they're brand new to the show? Like, Well, that's what I, hey, you never know, yeah. right? We get new okay. listeners all the time. So right. uh, Burroughs, my dude. I, I just don't. Uh, it's much ado about nothing. Every strip. Uh, it, it, there's, there's, there's nothing in here that makes me think, mm, glad I read that. Like, let's go to a bar, lead on a bunch of guys, get get our, our drink on, and then leave. I'm sure it's a thing. Like, it probably happens a lot. But that's not interesting to me. Right? Uh, and, and then there was a, a whole bunch of strips you mean where... because it lacks absurdity? No, it just lacks it lacks something. Um, mm-hmm. Anything, you know? I'm, I'm trying to find an, another strip... Like, I'm not concerned with other people's style. I'm not concerned with their taste in music or dress or or their comments. Like, I'm just not concerned with people, period. Right? Mm, right. And and a lot of this is, is um, you know, talking about, you know, this person who lives upstairs that I hate because he's so pretentious. He only listens to vinyl and, and, and he thinks the Sex Pistols anarchy in the UK, you have to listen to it or you haven't lived. Like I've, I've known people like that and they register for about two seconds in my life. And then I forget about them. Right. It's not something that I would actually use in a creative way to, to make something. And the, and the one about taxes was like, tell us something we don't know. Right. I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, and and I'm I'm really glad she's she's happy being gay. I'm happy that she finds fulfillment in something in her, or she's enriched, or or, or is glad that she can live the way she wants to live. But to, to you know, to be totally honest, I don't really care. Like I I don't that if this doing these strips bring her joy, there's obviously an audience for it. Good for them, good for her, good for everybody around that enjoys it. But I didn't get anything out of this. Like the best, one of the best things about being a lesbian is boobs. No kidding. Like I can, I understand that. But to 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 produce a strip with that as the the payoff, like okay, I'm not hating it. I just, I just, it's I'm I'm definitely not in that beam. You know, right. That that you know, that she's projecting. So uh, it's just something. I don't read political thrillers, right? I, I also don't read history uh, books. Like we all have our thing. This is definitely not mine. Sure. I'm. You know. I I, I don't want to say I'm glad it's out there, um, because I've never yeah. said that about anything. I mean, and meant it. Right. I, I'm happy for Carolyn that this is getting her success doing the thing that she obviously finds fulfilling. So great. It's just not for me. What you think that I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, I, it, 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 there's enough where, um, my, my attention span or what, what I get enjoyment out of, whether it's, you know, a full, 
80 page comic or three panels it 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 doesn't matter so if if i can be entertained and chuckle a few times uh then then i'm here for it this there 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 is absolutely enough here that uh that i i caught myself chuckling at 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 a few of the things that uh that that, that goes on in her life i thought uh i mean i if it depending on there, there are certain things where we all we all find something where it just hits us just right and we start mm-hmm. giggling uncontrollably. It, it's the stupidest thing in the world. Nobody else is going to laugh as, as hard as we are about it, but it just it, it it just tickles you with that. And that, whether it was just my mind frame this afternoon or what, but I, um, yeah, I, I, I finished one and I quickly, I, I finished 69 and I grabbed 420 and I finished that and I grabbed, it just, I... I consumed them. I, I was really, um, I, I, I got a big kick out of them, and I hope uh, I, I will just like the uh, thanks to DNT and NMS Harkness. Uh, you know, now anytime I see something from Carol, I'm going to check it out. Will it will it hit as as well as as these? I don't know, but at least now she's on my radar, and and I'll be on the lookout for for future offerings. There we go. So nice. divergent opinions among us, but yes, um, I guess I could put it this way: it it's a queer book, correct? Sure. I didn't learn anything more about the. I don't want to call it a lifestyle. It, it is a lifestyle, right? It's fair to say being being gay is a lifestyle, right? Is that belittling it? I, I, I just, just correct me. The, 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 you, I didn't learn about this. Queer culture is what you're saying. I didn't learn anything more about queer culture that I already knew going in, that they're just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. They're petty yeah. and vindictive and lazy and uh, they have anxiety and they're manipulative and they're joyous. Like all that stuff mm-hmm. that, I, that I got from these stories, I already knew that going in. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting because, I mean we're not breaking any ground here. You're not a lover of autobio comics generally, slice of life, and that's just not your shtick. This is true. Um, so if I had a handicap, I would have thought you weren't going to enjoy these for that reason. Right. Um, so what's the but, grade? What's the grade we put on these? Um, I give this a B plus. Okay. Same. Yeah. I'm going to go with a C. And that's okay. that's entirely Fair. on the merits of the art. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really, I really, really like her art. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else do we have? Uh, we have Left Star and the Strange. Yes, Lawrence. we all read that, right? Uh, we sure uh, did. Jean Philippe. Yes. Let's go and grab it. This was um. I don't want to say it was a quick read, but it kind of was. But it it just it's it's uh, it's I I don't want to say mesmerizing, but I really it was another one that I just couldn't put down. I well, once I started, I was just like, well, I gotta I I gotta see where we're going with this. And um, L is just I mean, it's it's I really. I'm I, I I'm I'm hesitant to kind of uh, review this like we do some of our other books because I I I don't want to 
I don't want to mislead anybody. I don't want to make. I I I don't want to impart how I felt about this on 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 anyone else. It's kind of. I mean, it, it's it's pretty. I mean, what's on the page is on the page, but I I think there are at least again though it could have been in my medicine filled stupor. I, there are just things that I kind of up to interpretations. It's it's kind of dreamlike in 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 a way. Some of the some of the conversations, some of the some of the journey that L goes on, uh, I, I it, it it looks great. It's another one that's 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 really well illustrated, um, and 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 there's a couple of different um, the, the couple different styles with the with the wash with the with, with just the 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 line work with with the blues and and some of the there's some 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 browns here and there. Uh, but I just, it's basically, you know, L is, is, um, left star is, uh, is they're a world builder and they're having trouble accessing, getting back to, to that world. And, uh, so there's a whole, they're going on a journey now with a, uh, with a giant fruit bat, uh, and, and, it, and, and, it was pretty clever because I really didn't 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 see the uh, not that it was a mystery or anything, but I really didn't. didn't I, I to me, I, I, I missed. I didn't see where uh, where the story was kind of going. But um, you no, know, Left Star is just trying to get back to to this world they created and and they created and and uh, there are some other conversations some other characters that that uh that we meet along the way but uh as far as you know a a, a beginning middle and end i i think uh i i i enjoyed this book uh a lot and it's it, it's as far as you know just kind of everything i think i need is is, is in these pages like i didn't need to worry about what what's coming after or what came before uh, it, it's it's just I really and I I enjoy the package is, is basically what I'm saying I I just thought that it was a uh, it was a it was a nice little self-contained story that uh, that I that I got a kick out of and I could actually see me revisiting this uh, in a year or so just to, just to flip through it again just to see. Uh, what kind of feelings it, it it brings back? But I I I enjoyed it way more than I expected to because I started flipping through it and then I sat down to read it and and it whatever preconceived notions I had just by flipping through it initially, um, completely different than when I actually started reading the story and and, and making my way through it. This one spoke to my soul, David. That's awesome. Yep. I love that because it's an allegory for the right. the the pitfalls involved in artistic creation. That's 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 the whole book. L makes a world. He fashions something out of nothing. the The science of it, who cares? It, it's in there, but it doesn't really matter. He 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 makes a world, and then the more he creates within this world. The more he starts second guessing himself, oh, this one, this isn't 
the way I wanted it. This isn't good enough. Scraps it, starts again with certain things, puts it, put, put, goes in another direction and another area. You know, just nothing he, nothing they make is good enough. And then the tension and the, the anxiety and the, 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 artistic block starts to mount because with every new creation it's still not good enough and it's failure after according to them failure after failure after failure and then they just abandon the world they leave for a long time Mm -hmm. and then they try to go back to the world and they can't get to it because it's it's sealed off You, you you can't just jump back into an artistic creation and pick up where you left off. It doesn't work that way. You're, you're not the same person. Time has passed. Experience, failure, all of that stuff from which you hopefully learned has been absorbed. So to go to the work with the same eyes as you had as when you started, is it's impossible. And this is a definite problem that creative types have. I totally understand every line in this book. That to, to make something and to find yourself lacking, walk away, start something else, find something lacking within whatever your, your, your style of line, you know, whatever, any, any part of the creative process, you know, it doesn't reflect well in the mirror when, when you step back and look at it. And it, it, this, these are the problems every creative Per, uh, individual faces. It's this is a this book is magnificent. I love it. By you, Jason. Uh, He's muted. Oh my God! How do you know you're not muted? But anyway, my bad, my bad. My that's bad. all right. My bad, yeah. Because uh, it's not you know it's my kid's computer. I'm not used to it. Yeah, um, that's good. Oh, really? <laughs> In answer to Dap's question, I said, I certainly can't say it any better than you just did. Um, but I'm glad that having read this, thinking to myself, like, okay, well, you know, allegory that it is about creative blockage, like, the litmus test for me is going to be when we have this episode and see what Vince thinks. And Ooh. so the fact that you obviously were abulient about yes. the veracity of those feelings, I thought, well, okay, there you go. No, I thought it was really good. And Dap, I think you're right. I mean, I think the art is. It's unass- it's like it's like unassuming in its line, but like it's really well done. Like it's, yep. it's well done in its simplicity. It it you know it's it's like I was trying. It's like a little bit simpler approach to like say like an Emily Carroll, but I got the same kind of vibes from it with the wash, like you were saying, sporadically used in choice places and the design of the. I mean, I just thought overall like the aesthetic design. I mean, the the bat, you know, the having it like solid black with just basically being a shadow. Like I just thought it was well it was well designed. You know, really. Really well designed, and I think the message of the story comes through, but it's in a creative way, which it should be, because you're talking about creative blockage. So, yeah, overall, I would give this an A. Same. Yeah. Well, if I wish we had a higher scale, because yeah. I don't think an A cuts it for this. Mm-hmm. But I, I would definitely give it an A. And I, I think it's chef's kiss that the – how do I put this without spoiling it? Hmm. That a thing that was initially discarded or or left behind is the thing that accompanies L on their journey of mm. uh, 
of uh, I don't want to say reawakening, but um, to uh, it's, it takes them to the reset button. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully it's a reset button. But yeah, I just, I thought, wow, like this. Jean Philippe gets it, mm. and he understands. I mean, and, and a lot. Role. I think so. No, and uh, um, I mean, we all feel this, but how many of us can put it into uh, as interesting and compelling a, a, a tale as this without being right. heavy-handed? Right. Because it's not preachy at any at any step. No. Like no. there are there are clues. Um, L's having a hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. It said uh, there's something eating away at him, and the the fact that it's a sentient thing that gets stuck in an unfinished world that's amazing that's beautiful it's it's dead on because these things that we leave behind gain life they there are failures and and we know them as as well as we know flesh and blood entities right they mm-hmm. we we created them and yet we abandon them it's amazing and the, the the solution is perfect. Yeah, it's it and it's true. I and I won't spoil it, but it, the 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 remedy is so simple, but no one really wants to accept that. You say, no, 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 I got to fix it. I got to fix what I did. Just read the book because it is awesome. What is is right? Yep. Nice. We all gave that one an A. Yes, sir. Yeah. Look at us. Right. Now, what else you got, Jason? From the from the the well, silver from the box. Yes. From the box. Well, the only other thing I think that I read from the box was Procaryote season, and I don't think I've even read it. No. I read about twenty pages of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That uh, no, actually, this was um, – I've had that as a PDF for months now because they uh, – Silver Sprocket sent it as a review, and it's I, – I, I never got around to reading it. Now that I actually have it, a physical copy, mm-hmm. I will be reading it soon. I didn't get to it for this episode. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I – it's too funny. Give it 20 pages. Um, it, uh, of the books we've discussed from Silver Sprocket tonight, this is by far the largest. Like, this is a multi-hundred page uh, full graphic uh, novel, you know. Um, so it's definitely a bigger bigger time commitment for sure. Um, it is uh, written and drawn by Leo Fox. And for those that don't know, pro- a prokaryote is a single-celled organism. And the story is um, basically it, – it's – it is. It takes place in in, a, in the broader world per se, but it's basically a story of three people: um, Sydney, Laura Lee, and Trip. And Sydney and Laura Lee are best friends. They are both trans mask. Um, and the story is essentially them dealing with their friendship and the perhaps imbalance between their romantic hopes and. Uh, Trip is 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 one of their lovers, and they're that creates this this triangle dynamic. Um, but this is basically 
people being pretty terrible to one another because they don't know how to deal with the fact that they want what they want, but they probably can't have it. And I appreciate it in, in the in the materials that that Fox explains the motivation for doing this and that when they were when Leo was was <clears throat> making the book, they were very much in this life. And by the time they finished the book, they had kind of gotten that out of their system and become a, a more mature person when it came to their romantic relationships. And um, it, to your point, Vince, about, about the whether or not one has to identify with it. I mean, I, I certainly, from a life experience on 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 a level, I certainly have no comprehension of being a twenty-something trans mask person right like that's obviously not not the life i've lived but but i have to say to to leo's credit reading this brought me back to those days when you're of a certain age and you are confused by the idea of friendship right or being friend zoned and wanting more but not necessarily wanting to risk going for more because it could ruin the relationship you have as a friend and I think that's a very relatable thing for quite a few people uh, in some capacity at some point in your life. And then you kind of juice it up with this saucy bit of characters who are pretty nasty to each other at times and selfish. And I think it makes for a really intriguing read. Um, one of the things I appreciate the most about this box and the Silver Sprocket in general when we talk about them is that they always challenge me. I mean, none of the stuff that they put out is something that if I just saw in a blanket solicit, I'd be like, this is for me, Right. But they've earned such a trust from us and our friends who have collectively all experienced a lot of what they've done that they really are a tastemaker for me now. Like I I go to them two or three times a year and order up a a bunch of stuff to be challenged, right, to know that I'm going to I'm going to have to see how I connect with this stuff. You know, you said earlier, Vince, like um, you're fine if, if if the art makes you come to it, right? And I thought that was well put. And it's kind of what I feel like with Silver Sprocket. I open up each book not knowing what I'm going to get, recognizing that this isn't something that I would seek out if I were out in the world just looking for comics uh, from a narrative perspective, but that I'm going to try and come away with it with something of value. And I think almost to a book that I've ever read from Silver Sprocket, that's what happens, right? It may not be my favorite thing that I've read. It may not be something that I feel the need to come back to it anytime soon but i'm always taking something from it that feels unique in an industry that of late is taking a lot of flack for having very little right unique or new to it so kudos to silver sprocket and this book is just another another example of that yeah yeah totally agree with all that um uh, again uh i i don't want to uh i'm going to split my commentary on this Mm -hmm. because Visually, I think the book is a treat. I, I like Leo's art. I, I, I like the pattern making. I like the textures. Uh, the The character design is really well done. The uh, The design, like m- many pages, are, are extremely well designed. Whether they have some kind of uh, border of mm-hmm. of um, like a uh, a plant based border, or there's other like just designy little little. Reminded uh, me a lot of um of a of DeForge, you know. I could see there. Yeah, there just like there may be a they may be, they could be of the school of DeForge, right? Like like right. Ant Colony and that kind of thing. Yeah. But to 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 Leo's credit, a lot of the the uh, border effects 
aren't repeated very often. So mm-hmm. there, there's a, there's a, a diversity to this book that I think is is really eye catching. Uh, clean line, very strong blacks, of course. The the art, I'm totally I totally uh, give it a big old bear hug. I, I like it a lot. The 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 story. Uh, I knew I was in trouble when <laughs> um, the Lorelei said, "You know, I want to be air, so <laughs> so my friends can breathe me." Right. And as uh, it just it seems like that it's it's lamenting, as you said, like lamenting over the the natural and unnatural occurrences in the world over which they have absolutely no control. Yeah. And that but maybe that's why I, I, I was drawn to it because we have, because to me that is evocative of that generation. Fair or unfair. I see. And I know every generation thinks that younger generation is different. I'm not saying they're worse. I just think, but certainly if we chronicle what makes like, that generation is in their feelings, right? Like my kid, my sons are all part of it. They're in their feelings, like in a way that we rarely were. Not to say that we, that's a good or a bad thing, but, but like, that's, that's like, it is the neurotic generation. Right? I understand. Like I understand. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but what you're saying is you don't want to read that. I get that. Like, I'm not saying you're, I'm not, it's, I'm not, it's, like, it's, if, if, you know, if, if I was thrown this book by someone who considered my, a, a, uh, opinion valid mm-hmm. i would read it i would i would invest in it and and take the time to understand it but this is entertainment right um the, i can't disagree with the the notion to you know dissolve the the borders between these things that separate us like I, that's totally worthwhile endeavor right i i completely agree with that and get that it's just the 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 whole i, I try not to pick words that are bad and, and sometimes i do but it's it's the you know like the crushing weight of the world and i can't stand it and i wish i was just this little thing that didn't have to deal with all this stuff and i'd be happy no you wouldn't no, uh, the, the the world exists. If you don't like the way it is, then change it or or, or band together with like-minded folk and, and try and change it from that perspective. Or maybe this is Leo's way of trying to change it. I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I this is a very... thing is valid. It's just, yeah. it's, it's like with all, it, but it, it's it's similar to my rant when, when we talk about slacker comics and why I have trouble connecting with them because yeah. it's like, you own, you control your own destiny in many ways. Not always. Not there are circumstances that can preclude you from. But in general, like as a, we we are masters of our own destiny. We have a lot of say in how our lives go. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm a I'm a conundrum. I'm an I guess an enigma because there are times when I want to read the most confounding, imper, you know, impenetrable, deep, Barosian stuff. And there's other times when I want to read. You know, superpowered spandex wearing, you know, entities punching the shit out of each other, <laughs> and and it's uh, what on what day I I seg into e- either of those mindsets is who knows, right? Yeah, and, and um, I get I just wasn't anywhere near 
the right mindset to read this. So uh, I'm going to, again, grade it only on the visuals. I'll give it a B plus for the visuals. Yeah, I mean, I would. Give I only read twenty pages, so it's not fair to talk about the no, majority I mean, of the. Yeah, I would give it a B plus as well. I mean, because I don't. I mean, do I think it's the best of its type that I've read in in the last few years? No, no. But but did I appreciate it for what it was and find a lot of charm in it? Um, I yeah. did. So yeah. I'll give it a B plus. I, uh, again, I, I, not think like I. You know, there. I'm, I, I'm not something I would have picked up if I'm just looking through previews, right? So, um, so there is real value, I think, in in Silver Sprockets. Oh, stuff, there's right? tremendous value. And, yeah, and, um, I, I, I've never experienced a Silver Sprocket book that wasn't at least aesthetically pleasing. For sure. Yeah. Whether or not the story manages to, or the, the narrative manages to reach me, that's a different. Uh, aspect of it but visually you cannot beat uh you know the, the majority of the things that i've seen come out of silver sprocket it's crazy I, mean, I would say that the book i know that you another book that you had just dipped your toes in and didn't didn't complete um that we got in the package i would say that's the most of all of these, that's the most visually accomplished. Like, I think that book is the. Best oh, it, it definitely is. I mean, and you can you can talk about it. It's just that chromatic the fantasy, chromatic. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, chromatic. to be fair, I, I didn't read it. Um, I yes, the chromatic fantasy by is it H A? Is that what they they go by? It's just that's what's written yeah. in, written by H the capital H period capital A period H A. Um, it is an adults only book. Um, the intro explains that uh, this was the first book of their published career and that uh ha wanted to uh basically make a uh let's see i don't want to this is something i definitely don't want to misquote so i'm boys i'm gonna age where i need bifocals i have to like squint right now because i can't read i can't read the print as well as i should be able to wow you're seeing the age in real in real time here damn you know um so they're saying that uh, they say that there was a, a, a gaping hole in the queer world where esoteric trans guy camp bullshit should be. Um, you can see why I didn't want to get that quote wrong. <laughs> so that is what H.A. self-professed this book is about. But it's actually a multi-hundred page uh, fantasy, high fantasy book. And to be clear, I didn't read the book. I, I literally like leaf through it like you would a cartoon. But that's why I did want to bring it up because um, I mean, I'm with Wince. I don't know that I'm that that in my reading categorization a 300 page fantasy book that's uh, you know about uh you know uh, like about their journey through this world that i don't really know or have any connectivity to yeah it's probably not something that i'm gonna you know that like it's definitely not something i'm gonna like oh after, even after we talk about it, i'm gonna have to like make sure i finish it like it but i will say and the reason i did want to bring it up is that is that of all the books we've talked about it's it's also gorgeously produced the cover is stunning but i really do think the art is incredible like it, it looks like um almost like you're looking at like like french cell animation or you know or uh, like sometimes a lot of times it looks like like bakshi or maybe a little bit more like a anglicized uh manga feel like more like a what's the uh uh, uh what's the what's the um the, the the term vince for uh manga targeted towards feminine storylines what's that what's that called did I lose Vince? 
did. I was doing some work. Um, shoujo. Shoujo, yeah. Yes. But it's, it had that kind of line to it. So, I mean, I think there's a, there's a clamp vibe to it, yeah. Um, but it's not as pretty. Uh, and it and doesn't that, it doesn't have to be. I don't know what you call it, but the the uh, when you're looking at the book, the papers it's got like a it's got a gold papers gold on the side. Yeah, which is impressive. And I, it speaks I, again production value. Like true that, confessions, know. true confessions. Mm-hmm. That I, I laid them all out, opened the box, laid them all out, put the Michael sweater aside because I knew that I would read that. And as I'm going through the books, chromatic fantasy was the one that grabbed me by the throat. Right, right. Visually, yeah. Visually. I was like, holy shit, what am I looking at? And I'm going through it and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. The 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 uh, assuredness of this line is crazy and just the colors are magnificent. And then I started to really look at the the images and I was like, what? Wait, w- what? And I and it scared me. This book scared me, and I know exactly why. Remember the time I told you about? And it's going to sound totally lowbrow, but this is how I'm linking it. The chatterbait thing, the section with the Larry the Cable Guy looking trucker dudes with vaginas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. I found that very disturbing. And, and off-putting. Not that these people shouldn't exist, but there was something that shattered or at least put a big crack in, in, in my perception of, of the human organism that I just found... It, it, I had to shudder. Like, I was just... It just knocked me off my pedestal for a little bit. Or my footings, I should say. And this book did that, too. Because there, there's a lot of sex in it, and the characters definitely have, a lot of sex. The yes. characters are are man-ish, but they the one has breasts, but like super hairy legs, and a and a vagina, and I, and I it just it was like this right. this entity from Zeta Reticuli just landed and knocked on my front door like I didn't know what I was looking at. <laughs> no, I don't want to sound like a like a rube or or you know whatever derogatory term they they apply to 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 people that just don't get it. And I I was shocked by it enough to push me away from it. But there's something there that makes me want to read this and understand it because you know me. I like when I'm pushed into that uncomfortable zone. I got to be admit. I have to be totally honest. I haven't been pushed in an uncomfortable zone to this degree in a long time. So I want to read it, but I have to admit I'm a little scared to read it. And I guess that's a good thing, right? Like, what are you going to read? The the 7,032nd issue of Spider-Man? Would you going to get the same old shit you've got, you were given the, the every issue before it? Or do you want something that really just splits your brain? Yeah, that's where I'm at, man. Breaks your head apart. Yeah, no, I want to be challenged, but I'm just going to be totally honest. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't hide anything. This, this one really, it shocked me. And I want to read it. It's just when, when, and under what conditions, I don't know. I may be feeling some kind of way in a week and go back to it and think it's like the best thing ever because 
um, 50% of the battle is already won. That art is just spectacular. I've thought a lot about wishing we could see an alternative world where we all read the exact same things we've all read over the years we've done the show, but we time shift at a year different. And how different our views or perspectives would be on the same works. My dude, if we could go back to that episode, the era of that episode when you're like, Mike Allred, eh, not for me. Oh, yes, uh, if we, I gave you, you anything you read. Allred and quite. Yeah. I've got volume five of the Madman uh, Library edition sitting here right next to me. So. If, if we gave you any book you've read in the past, like, say, five to seven years, that younger Jason would have to have changed his drawers because you just would have shit your pants. You'd be like, Whoa. you'd find some affront to your humanity or something. <laughs> You've grown the most out of all of us. I've oh, always, wow. I've always been perfect. But <laughs> I was, I was a, a pupa in the chrysalis, needing to burst out. Yeah, and you did. There you go. Now, Dap, because I, I know with the like, I don't know if you guys thought. I mean, I guess I was trying to think like, because I know Silver Sprocket has themes. Um, I mean, pretty much the entirety of what we were sent this in this box was was you know queer comics right like am i forgetting like um, there any... i guess the no guess not the, michael sweater what's that not the the um everything sucks true and then left star i guess really isn't so okay no so left the the, the uh no, left star the characters. left stars are they them right yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so the majority is for sure. Yeah. But but they do. I mean, we just received an email from Silver Sprocket detailing the uh, categories. Like they have the essentials, which is yes. Catboy, really smart to put that in there, right? Uh, magical beatdown. You know, your black friend uh, is in there. Then they have romance, which is mostly queer or trans. Um, then they have a horror category. I was hoping they sent us Acid Nun because I really, really want to get my hands on that. Um, uh, and we've we talked about Hellphone by Benji Nate, which is amazing. Uh, no, I'm just looking at all these Silver Sprocket books, and it's like holy crap! Like they do amazing stuff. They do great tastemakers. Yeah. 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 Next time, send Acid Nun. <laughs> Well, I, okay, you know, all right, well, we'll 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 talk after because I I've got Kyle's email, so he he definitely said if there's anything. We're, yeah, uh, well, make sure you let him know <laughs> that we did a deep dive on. Uh, oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah just get an email tomorrow morning, no doubt. I think we were entirely complimentary, even though one of us, meaning me, didn't click with a lot of the the Which thematic. Is, yeah. yeah. So what? For sure. So what? I'm an asshole. I mean, when you have when you have output like this, I mean, basically, just law of averages. Not everything is going to hit, even for Fantagraphics, graphics, bro. You don't love everything they do. Right, so we just we had yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. I did and, okay. And, I mean, I, I wasn't. I'm not trying to compare, but I mean, like when we were talking about everything sucks, and then the 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 type of the cardstock covers, the the gold foil, the the spot. I'm thinking about like the majority of Fantagraphic stuff is primarily black and white and and granted you know whether it's hardcover or softcover the, 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 the whether it's the popeye books or the fabulous free fruit but like their their packaging obviously is is top notch i'm not going to deny that but i how it, com, 
and I don't want to compare the publishers, but I mean the the, the how eclectic Silver Sprocket is compared to just about most. I mean, maybe Drawn and Quarterly you could compare, but I mean, like there aren't there aren't too many publishers that just kind of do a scattershot and like we'll we'll publish any story that anybody tells, and 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 not to say that they're just doing that because oh we're going to tell any story and and they are hopefully they're good or bad, but they're all we, we enjoy what we read, but. I mean, it's just like the the I'm just still in awe over the 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 packaging that that, that this publisher does. I yeah, think you, sure. I think you do need to do a little bit of rabble rousing and a little bit of uh, you know uh, public display to get people's attention these days. Just publishing a book is not going is not enough. You need a little bit of spot varnish and a little bit of gold foil or, or colored foil and 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 good paper like there's a lot of great publishers out there that produce really valuable work that Mm -hmm. doesn't get seen so i i completely understand the need to to jazz up the cover um just to 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 get those eyes on it and then once you get it in someone's hands i think the work is going to speak for itself the problem is getting it into hands or getting it like you know uh, or making people aware that it even exists right right yeah yeah but no i would say Silver Sprocket's track record with me lately is much higher than Fantagraphics. Ooh, that is a scandalous statement, but let's move on. Just saying, the, uh, the 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 other publisher that that you're a fan of that you get their uh, you get the mystery box from Desert Island. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Is it? it, it I I I kind of I think I I feel like they're kind of in the same. Same I'm, arena. With yeah, their, with their they're in the same arena, but Desert Island's back in the cheap seats, and so yes. Silver Sprocket's up <laughs> right. front. Yeah. No, I love Desert Island, but yeah, you do. They're not. Yeah, yeah. And then Floating World. Sure, Floating World has a great track record as well. Yeah, yep. um, I would compare Silver Sprocket to Floating World, but Floating World doesn't have the output. Silver yeah, Sprocket it's does. Like you might get like one or two. But they're uh, always and great. previews, and yeah. then nothing for another month or two. So yeah. That Monster Club was freaking incredible. That uh, shaky. You make me think of all the small press publishers that we've given love to over the years that have come and gone. Uh, Picture why, box. Why you got to go there? Uh, no, that's, you, were, you were like I was thinking about. I'm like, oh man, I'm that's my biggest. House. Yeah, Picture Box is my biggest, biggest heartbreak. I know. When they left, man, I was crushed. You were. But I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, but Ad House gave us a lot of bangers. Right? Oh, for real, yeah, Chris, yeah, I love. I mean, Chris that. is still going strong. Don't people? Then people don't get twisted. I mean, he's still doing. He's still having living his best life. But I'm saying, yeah, he. But Ad House is no more. I think his. even even Chris would admit that Picture Box was. <laughs> doesn't have to be a dick measuring contest. It doesn't. I mean, it's yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's many more. But those are the two that came to mind, like the ones that like really hurt. Right. So there you go, Silver Sprocket Orama. Not the last time we're going to do one of those. That was great. What else do we have? I got some stuff in the wings here. Yeah, well, with that list, yeah, I we got a big ass list. Um, well, actually, Jason, I want to know because this way this will tell me if I need to hurry up and order it or if I can wait on it. I want to hear about uh, Marbleesque. Ah, yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, you when I got it, you were like, "I'll oh, bet we'll we'll tag yep. on that." And then, if I'm not mistaken, um, DCBS shorted you. Yes. Ah, yes. That's, that that hurts. Um, 
So the draw for for me, I mean, because I know people are like, what's about to talk about a noir book? Um, I mean, the draw for me here was mainly um, Enrico Marini, who yep. wrote and drew the book. And, and Marini is one of those weird, weird creators where I was more aware of his significance in the art scene as a sought after commission artist than I realized like any of his published work. It was inverse for me. Um, for those that don't know, Marini's like one of those, he's like art Adams level commission, like both in pricing and people are sought after. Like uh, he's pretty much the, that, that big, um, you know, that, that big festival they have each year now up in Lake Como, Lake Como fest. Um, you know, he's basically like the, the, he's one of the main draws that people come go to Lake Como for this convention just to get a chance to have Marini draw for them. So his, and, and, and like many artists that are sought after in that way, like he's known for his, uh, for the way he draws women, you know, he draws gorgeous pinup women. So I thought, okay, like a noir detective book by Marini, it's gotta be, gotta be good on some level. Right. And, um, and this is from um, the, it's part of the hard case crime imprint, which is, by Titan, but it's their crime imprint. Um, but uh, the long and the short of it is I enjoyed it for what it was Dap. but I think it is other than that Marini draws it. And so it looks beautiful. It is very by the numbers in terms of the story, like, and the settings and the vibe and like visually it's, it's exactly what you expect. Like the, you know, the walk up detective office that's dark until the, femme fatale walks in and then sits down and tells her story. And then, you know, it's like the whole aesthetic is like, is if you queried chat GPT to write you a noir book and, it, you know, like, so it felt very like by the numbers, but that said, Marini draws such beautiful people and not just women. He, he just draws gorgeous looking people. I mean, I, I thought the book was a, tr- a treat to look at as I was reading along, but I thought it was a quick read, a very predictable read. So I won't say this, like will leave me with any kind of like, from a narrative perspective, I'm not going to remember this book in a year. I'm not going to even remember what it was about, but I can picture in my mind right now as we're talking about this, um, some of the images, right. And, and in particular, the way that he draws, um, you know, Caprice, who is the, the redhead on the cover. I mean, so visually definitely worth it. If you, especially if you like that, 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 that pinopy, you know, art, Adams, Adam Hughes style art, the Terry Dotson, like it's of that school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you're such a fan of, like, Noir Detective that, you know, this might be your com- more of your comfortable pants than it would be for me, like 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 I am with Vampire Stories. I mean, I, it's pretty hard for me to, like, hate a vampire comic. I mean, some of them aren't great, but, like, I can't, I, you know, I just like the genre so much, and I'm, like, down with it. You might, you might, so you might, your your safety net here might be higher than mine. I'll be a bit more forgiving. Yeah, um, but like I said, I mean, I thought it was fine. Um, but not it, it, like like one of those meals you have and you're like, oh, that was good. But then, you know, a couple of days later, you're like, what did we have for dinner on Thursday? I don't remember. <laughs> you know, that that's kind of how I think this book is. OK. All right. Self-contained. It's, it's all right there. There's nothing. It's not like it's a series. Yeah, I mean, it's a full. Yeah, it's a couple. You know, okay. it's a, a hundred, a 200. I think it's 200. And, yeah, 220 pages. Oh, so, chunky. You know, OK, it's it's fully, you know, it's. It's all there. Good. <laughs> Did you say chonky? I said chonky. Say chonky. <laughs> it's a chonky boy. Do nice. the chonky dance. That's that's it. That's the Jason take on this book. Well, there's not because there's that's not much terse, to, my man. Nah, but there's not much else to say, man. Like it's like it's not the kind of book that you want to go through plot. I mean, there's no like I said, it's very by the numbers. I mean, you you can 
if, if you've watched a movie or read a book or listened to an audio drama or, you know, like, like you've seen this before, like you have seen this before, even though, you, you know, it's a, so there's nothing really narrative or, or aesthetically that I, that I need to go into other than say, if you're not familiar with Marini's art, I mean, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, it's dude knows how to draw the, the human form. Yes. Nice. He sure does. Yurt. Yep. What else do we have? That origin on your list, that's the story from Boom? No. Oh, no, okay. No, no. no, origin is from Kodansha. Oh. Yes. Uh, remember I used to talk at length about uh, Dr. Stone? Yes. Primarily because of the artist, Boichi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this book is written and drawn by Boichi. And where Dr. Stone was somewhat all ages, for the most part, all ages, where the violence and the sexuality was um, very much toned down. And and um, you know uh, PG thirteen, uh, but the 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 trademark of Boichi is is the way he draws women, I think, and uh, that was Doctor Stone was riddled with um, very uh, attractively drawn males and females. Um, this origin is sixteen plus, so the violence is hyperkinetic it is it's like a john woo movie uh mixed with oh man um just pick a dystopian sci-fi uh thriller where um the 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 lead in question his name's origin and he's a robot the story's not very complex or groundbreaking the uh he origin is a robot who is he's a, the reason why he's called origin is because he was the prototype he was the first and i believe there's 8 or 9 remaining robots of his ilk and over the course of the entire series he is going to hunt down and destroy the remaining robots that's it mm-hmm. but it is uh, uh, Boichi has a drawing style that is absolutely impeccable. He is amazing in every respect. His his textures, his line work, the way he draws uh, the human body, both male and female, clothing, architecture. Like this guy is a world class illustrator. And uh, yes, uh, again, full disclosure. It's it's the way he draws females that got me in the door. There's a battle in here between Boichi and what he thinks is a woman, but it's not. She's a robot. And over the course of the battle, she she first she pulls out a gun and just starts blowing away human beings. She she breaks off this guy's forearm at the at uh, above the elbow, takes the 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 body fragment and jams it into his chest. Like it is ridiculously violent 
and um, first, uh, I shouldn't say first of all, but Origen keeps the blade of his katana in his arm. And he, sl- he has the handle on a little like vest type, like a gun holster, but it, it holds the handle. He pulls the blade out, connects the blade, and he gets to killing. <laughs> but it, over the course of this battle, he he first deflects all her bullets. She's got an automatic weapon. He deflects them with the tip of the, the katana. And the she he she looks at it and it's all pitted and and uh you know scarred from the bullets and she's like, the fuck? And he cuts her head off and she's still she grabs her head with her hand and she's she's biting her neck. She's a robot and she's still fighting. Her legs separate. And you could see like all of the inner workings of the, and she's she's buxom, of course. Long story short, he ends up beating her, but he slices her to ribbons and and puts her in a bag. And that's just the beginning of it. Like this book is messed up, and I, I'm I'm so grateful that you know the Doctor Stone. I love it. I have every volume. It's what I, I cherish that series for a number of reasons. Um, primarily the art. That's why I jumped on this so fast. But there's Mecca in here. There's a another female. And, you know, there's fan service in it, too. Like, he focuses a lot on, on you know, boobs and butts. But that's okay. I mean, you know what you're getting into when you get this. But the, the tech involved in this book is just gorgeously rendered. Like, amazing. It, I don't want to say Matrix because that's lazy but there there are a number like we're talking in some instances jeff darrow level detail like stupidly detailed wow amazingly so and it, you know there's a lot of fights in it there's a lot of a lot of gunplay it, it's it's primarily an action comic but visually holy mackerel this art is just astounding so um it's uh, 12.95 for I think 200 and whatever pages there's back matter where he goes he goes into detail on the vehicles and the weapons used in in the the you know the preceding pages it's just so good it's, it's amazing so it's from Kodensha it's a vertical book and it, it is origin volume one volume two is solicited I believe in this previews so get in on it now. It's not an extended series. I believe it wraps up with volume 10 or 11. So you're not in for a pound. You're in for a couple pennies. Okay. Yeah, it's not like Dr. Stone with 26 volumes in a special. This is, is fairly manageable. Um, so, and, I, and I'm pretty sure that it's either over or close to being over. So, it's in the can. You're not going to have any delays. Just go get it. If you like great yeah. art, then, brother, you need to be reading Origin. Okay. Uh, so, the miniseries Scrapper finished, the sixth issue came out um and uh 
it is it it it, it was it wasn't uh, I'm trying not to say it was predictable. I it, it it's it, the outcome was kind of what I expected. Uh but that doesn't mean um I was still I still enjoyed it and I would like more and and it's uh it ends in a way where uh it's it's a possibility um whether it 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 continues this story or um this uh the world that uh that these pets live in um can can continue we'll see but uh as far as um you know our hero um uh, taking on smite and uh having felines aid in the cause uh as well as the the pigeons that have just been all about uh all about helping um the scrapper but uh yeah i think it's um and any artist has has consistently um been great this is a story by uh cliff blazinski and Alex DeCampi, uh, art by Ryan Kelly, colors by Jordi Belair, and um, and yeah, I, whether you've got the uh, Jordi's colors are they're they're they're, they're kind of subdued in spots. Uh, you got the uh, the dot more pattern on um, uh, here and there, but uh, there's there's definitely some added drama to the story uh, whether or not uh, our heroes would prevail uh, or at least intact and. Um, it was, it, it, there, there, there were some pretty scary moments and, and, um, whether or not, uh, I'm not going to say, give anything away as far as whether or not the, the whole party, the whole fellowship makes it back, but it's a, uh, it, it's a really, um, It's weird. I, 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 I'm, I'm stopping short of saying it was a feel-good story because it, it, it is. It's, it's a little bit of a. Um, it can be a bit of a warning as far as uh, putting your, um, putting your faith in, in others that uh, do not, uh, are not out for your best interests or, or care for your well-being. There's a, uh, there's, there's some, there's a little bit of a political bent, and, and of course a. There's a lot of uh, beware of technology in the story, um, but overall, yeah, it was a uh, it was it was a solid it was a solid time. I I, uh, I hope that uh, Cliff continues um, telling other stories, if not um, continuing the story of, of of Scrapper in this world. But yeah, I mean, there was the back matter the. Um, I do think it's it's uh actually I think he says in the there will be a okay yeah in April there will be a hardback trade uh hitting the shelves next year um with a uh, brand new wrap around cover so if you weren't getting if you missed out on the singles uh you'll be able to get the collection uh next spring but uh but yeah I will see maybe uh maybe if the collection does well that uh they'll want to come back and and do more but um no i i i really enjoyed it. i mean you were right when when you when you saw it in the uh in the catalog you saw the preview pages that uh 
it would it would be up my alley. And and yeah, it was it was a uh, so up your alley. There were I mean you know and and there were I mean listen I I enjoy Homeward Bound and there are parts of that movie that uh, that, that that are a bit tough to take, but I still power through it. But no, this was this was a very uh, this was fun because yeah, you you of course obviously you had the pets angle, but you also had all the um, all the, the the sci-fi and tech aspect too. So it uh, it really it it it, it kind of ticked all the boxes for me. But yeah, I would definitely. Um, and again, it, it's nothing that uh, you're not you're not looking at you know decades of mutant history to to, to read these six issues. Everything is right here. This is all you need. Uh, and and I think I think you'll be entertained. I mean, between the art and the story, there's uh, there's quite a bit to enjoy here in these six issues. It is a very good-looking book. I mean, it is. I read the first issue and admittedly haven't read past that, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to. Sure. Yeah, I think it's a really smart-looking book. And um, I do, it's one of those things, like, why didn't I? It just happens, you know. Doing this, if we weren't doing this, I'd have time to read freaking everything. Uh-huh. Right. So let's just stop. Um, <laughs> is uh, I was going to say, is Dick Lick back? But obviously he is. Everything good? Yeah. Dick all right. There's another book on our list that we all have read. Do tell. The first issue? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jason, I didn't know what did you think about Crave, number one, from Maria Lovey? I think it's yeah. I don't is it I think maybe Lovet. She's she's Spanish, not French, but Oh well okay, Maria Lovet. But yes. Um well, um in a lot of ways it's exactly what I thought it would be. In the sense that uh Lovet has just such a distinctive aesthetic now between all of her comics. Um many of which she hasn't hasn't written, um, as she did with this, but that but she's been the visual obviously the, the the visual director and crafting of the worlds but if you told me that this book took place in the same universe as faithless i would have no reason to doubt you i mean it it felt like it was an, an, another story in that same world which is a big plus for me because I, I think um i think her her style which is almost like fashion model she almost draws like the, almost like you're looking at fashion model sheets or like a Guido Crepax and flux kind of a vibe, right? Like there's like, it's, it's that, it's that style, not as, not as polished and certainly not with that sci-fi bent, but, but that same kind of like very lift, very glamorous looking people, both men and women, just beautiful people, right? Like pretty people. Um, but I liked it a lot. Um, I, I was curious as often the case when an artist starts doing their own work, but you know, the mainly as an illustrator, um, and not a writer, how's that transition going to be? Um, like I said, I don't, I, I mean, it's one issue, but I can't tell you that this felt any less polished or, um, or on, not on the same level as, as faithless, which was written by Azarello, Right. So it's like, um, so that was, I mean, she, she passed that test in as much as it was a test. And the premise for those that don't know, haven't read the book is, it's on a college campus and there is an app going around and this app wasn't something people downloaded. It magically appeared on everybody's phones in school. Uh, it's called Crave and it's, it's basically a, a bot, you know, chat bot. You go in and you request things and it tells you 
the answers. And the deal is you, it asks you what you're craving and you tell it what, it what you're craving and it tells you then how to make that into how to manifest it, how to make it into a reality. And um, it seems to be working because people be fucking <laughs> there's there's people all over this campus just hooking up with each other. And uh, and, and occasionally we see a glimpse of someone requesting something um, and they're told you have a less than 10 percent chance of that happening. You know, but it's like an error message, like like some kind of like threshold and where it's like, no, we can't make that happen. Um, but generally speaking, it's like making all these people's for lack of a better idea, wish come true, dream come true. Um, but of course there's with all of that books and, and just, it would be kind of boring otherwise given the setup that there's, there's a dark side to this, right. And we're just kind of getting a glimpse of what that dark side might be as the, as the issue wanes. But, um, yeah, this is, this is totally, I'm, I'm here for it, man. Like I, um, uh, give me beautiful people in glamorous situations, getting up to no good. I'm, I'm here for that. Like that's an easy sell for me. Nice. What'd you think? I would rather hear what you thought. Yo, Ramo isn't treating Vince right he tonight. He is salty. Um, I, I did enjoy it. Um, I, I, I really like the art a lot. Um, I think, I don't know, um, I don't know if there was enough here for a first issue to really um, get me all wrapped up in it. It's I I I, I kind of get where it's going. Um, I'm here for that. You know the whole thing about the app and 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 manipulating and people giving way more of themselves than than they should. Like I I I get it and. It's a, uh, it, it absolutely can be, this is a warning, but, um, I, I just, I would have liked a little bit more. Um, we, 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 we get an idea of some of the characters, but, um, but I, I would have, like I said, I just, I, I would have liked a little bit more, um, to really kind of wet my whistle with it. Okay. No, uh, my my dislike for this book was intense. Wow, dude, what's going on with you tonight? Uh, again, what I, I'm it? I'm totally not not speaking on the art. I think uh, Lovett Jason <clears throat> nailed it. She has the line of a fashion illustrator. Yeah, yeah. and I think um, visually, there's it's there's nothing wrong with it. It is what it is. I found. I found uh, solace somewhere in the line where the story just, I really didn't care. Um, an app where you can hook up with people and like whatever. Um, spoiled kids lamenting the fact that their boyfriend don't love them, you know, whatever. I just, I, th- there was zero connection with the story. I, I just thought it was pretentious and boring and, and just a waste of my time. But wow. but I like the art. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Caleb's heart's breaking somewhere. No, Ray's I, heart's breaking so somewhere. is Ray's. Yeah. yeah. No, I say, yeah, ooh, this this uh, fairly demure beauty who you can tell underneath has something going on because you know you can just tell by the by the cut of her hair and you know the, you knew something was coming, but she sends him like a bondage pick 
whatever. Like if that's if that's your idea of of story making, then have at it. But that's not mine. I, I just I, I have no concern for any any of the events in the story. Wh- whether they find their heart's desire, or they don't. <laughs> Doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> it's a whiff. Sorry. Okay. Uh, clearly, um, who who publishes this? Is this AWA? No, Image. <laughs> no, Image. Oh, is it Image? <laughs> I was going to say. All if right. it was an AWA book, it would never have gotten in my hands. Yeah. Just okay, fair enough. Yeah, no way. No way, AWA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, 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 it's well drawn. This episode of Nothing just speaks to how what a thin line there is between loving and disliking anything that we read because there's so many instances of things that specifically turn you off that are things that don't bother let's say dapper eye but but were we but were were the book slightly askew in terms of what it was about i'd be like ah it's not my thing if she had a dick that spoke i'd be down with it you know what i mean there has to be an angle a, something, some novelty or transgression. Right, so, so, like, compare this to Faithless, right? Where at, at the end of the first issue, spoiler, so this isn't read it yet, and you know it's five years old or six years old, but um, uh, right, and and she's having sex, and and she turns into well, the turns into a bunch of snakes, right? And like, yeah. So that yeah, no, I li- listen. I, okay, I mean, I, teen romance, me, the, not my thing. The, I don't. Yeah, I was going to say this is right. It, well. And you know what? I mean, as you ta- as you both talk about this, I guess because of all of her other work having a supernatural bent to it, I assume this does too. But maybe it doesn't. I thought I assumed it would. Like otherwise, I don't know. Like, but why would you wait? You have it. You you immediately know in the first five minutes of of meeting someone whether you're going to click with them or not, right? Manner- oh, mannerisms, dialogue. Um, oh man, there's plenty of people that I've met that I've come to like, or di- or, or flip side, come to really dislike. That I like. Oh, actually. okay, but so I I like to to pride myself on being able to tell whether or not I can find something interesting in this person that would compel me to actually have a dialogue with them, right? This person, this book is one of those people that I can, bam, I automatically, like, there's, why would you wait till the second conversation to reveal, oh, yeah, this chick is the devil's daughter, like, or or something akin to that? Like, why would you hold that back? You want to lead with that, at least in the first five minutes, which I would think that this issue would be, like, say, five minutes of conversation. You want to make sure you sneak that in to see, see, get your hooks in this person like a Cenobite. And and draw them in, right? But there was nothing like it's just an app and people fucking and and kids, you know, woe is me. I no no. I'm trying to think, I think if people have a affinity for things like the OC or uh, or Outer Banks, this book's probably gonna. This would have been enough for you to continue the ride if those things aren't in your wheelhouse of of interest i could see what you guys are saying i i like i mean obviously i'm not gonna your 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 thoughts on her ballot I, I i it didn't it was enough for me because the setting is something i find appealing right right if there was a twist i mean i went or, to a, you know i was a liberal elitist right at college like that was my that was our vibe so i'm like all right i'm with this yeah and and again you got to take people. 
you know, from from my perspective, I, 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 I'm trying not to. I don't need to find something of myself in every book I read. That's not a prerequisite. I don't care. But basically, a loner had friends, but not a a large group of friends. Didn't do the 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 the, the, the drinking or the dating thing. Like this is a world that. I'm aware of, but that I just don't like wandering into. Mm. So the whole like, yeah, I gotta get like it was a reunion for me. <laughs> gotta get my fuck on with this app, and you know, like whatever. I mean, if you the, the way I approach it is, if you really like this person, why don't you just go tell them? There you go. You don't even need the app. Like, lay it on the line and just tell them, or or then shut up. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just strange. A strange strange thing <sighs> yeah I, and i knew we were going to be talking about this and I, as soon as it came out i read it knowing that you were going to say something about it and, and mm-hmm. i i kind of assumed david would read it too so i'm figuring well topic for discussion i'll read it and it's like oh man what did i get myself into <laughs> now, why, I gotta, uh, why, why don't you just tell us how much you hated beneath the trees where nobody sees number two and captain nice <laughs> well after the first issue i didn't read issue two so oh jesus christ because you don't want to, or because you just haven't had a chance to? Nah, it's not a priority. I thought that first... wasn't on the episode when you guys talked about it with Fleece, and I guess I just assumed because I know Fleece loved it and Dap loved it, and I loved it. I assumed you liked it too. I guess I, I didn't. I didn't listen to the episode, so it was it was okay. It was all right. Yeah, Richard Scary serial killer and Richard sure. Scary book doesn't. No, it's yeah, it's fine. I I I don't love it, but I I completely understand. I, I I get why it's good. I, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I think the art is really well done. I thought the story was fairly interesting. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's good. It's fine. I, but it's there's nothing that's pushing me to read more. Mm-hmm. I, but I know the second issue came out. I know you guys you love the second issue, right, Dan? Did he Did he die? No, I'm here. I did. <laughs> Did he die? <laughs> yeah, Sam. Too much Michael. Too much Michael. No, I. I ball. Uh, that's it. Um, no, I thought it was a. Uh, I. I. Uh, I like that it. Um, based on how the first issue went, not that I was expecting any sort of formula, but uh, I, I didn't know. Kind of just, I didn't really know where we were going and the fact that uh that patrick horvath the writer and and illustrator uh introduced other characters and 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 one in particular that you know kind of deserves what they get um i i i like that we're adding to it and like basically whatever we got in the first issue like we weren't we weren't trying to figure out the mystery just based on what we were already given like we're, we're building on it and and i really um I, I appreciate that because we're getting more of the more of the people in this little sleepy town that, than we did in the first issue, and uh, which which makes sense because the big reveal, of course, the 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 murder, the death at the end of the first issue, um, we get the uh, we get the fallout from that, and uh, and as as Sam and of course the sheriff are both uh, trying to piece things together, um, it's it's a. Uh, it is it is interesting it it's i'm i'm um kind of invested to see because it's weird because 
Samantha is is clearly designed to to be the the character we're maybe not relate to, but that's whose story we're we're we're, we're kind of she, she's narrating it, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's not exactly like Tony Soprano is like, why are you rooting for this person? But um, you know, the, there's a uh, there's someone else doing things that she's doing in her own backyard where she's smart enough to go outside. Uh, and, and, um, that is definitely going to, uh, Cooper style a bit. So, yeah, I, um, I, 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 I think the, uh, the idea of the concept interests me a lot and, and the art's amazing, but, uh, but the second issue, second issue, absolutely built on the first and, uh, and, and it, it made a, a, a really interesting story, uh, the second issue added to that and, and, and is making it better. But there's, there's there's one confounding aspect of this, and it's like mm-hmm. the Stuart Little thing. Like Stuart Little is a mouse that can talk. Yeah. Well, we all know who Stuart Little is. But uh-huh. there, there's there's mice. There's animals in this in that world that can't talk. Like the turtle has a dog. Like Pluto and Goofy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So why is the dog not on the level of other dogs in this Listen, book? Disney made those rules. Well, I mean. Look at the. I mean, if you look at the cover, you've got yeah the pigs like yeah at, at the butcher. It, it's, it's like so obviously it's like so 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 this is a, is a whole world of cannibals. I mean, like it, I don't it's, know. It's weird. It's, I mean, it's yeah. it's intriguing. I'll give it that. But it's, those are the threads you don't pull on. Like you don't you don't look at the science behind that. You just like like just just take it at face value. Just just right. Well, I think it's just it's literally just pulled out of a Richard Scary book, right? Because that's how Richard Scary books were. They were anthropomorphic characters, but they were also. Right. Farm animals. It's crazy. You know, I mean, it was, yeah. So in, in the hierarchy of evolution, like why does do some animals ascend to uh, humanistic tendencies? Ask uh, Disney, thing, dude. And some of them are just stay animals. Like how do you, I don't. Pluto somewhere right now being like, yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if, if Pluto had his way, I don't think he would ascend to the goofy status, but maybe. I don't know. Goofy's a player. Peg like pizza dog say. too. So Goofy gets in. I really, I, 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 I think uh, you know. I, I, I also, I'm amused by by some of the simple nods. Like, of course, the sheriff would be a bloodhound. Like that. Just, I mean, whether or not he's intelligent is one thing. But I, the fact that yeah, you've got the one dude who sniff out crime and 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 possibly suspects. Um, it makes sense that the. Uh, the sheriff would be that brief, but yeah, cherry goddamn gherkins. I just it, it's. I almost was cherry gherkins tonight. I was waiting, man. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish you were cherry gherkins. I know. I probably should have been. Recency you want, bias. You want to do it again? <laughs> I'm cherry gherkins. You're not cherry gherkins. <laughs> You're chasing wood. Uh, I mean, IDW must be loving the attention this book is getting because now they can go into previews for another month. Oh, oh no, but now they got their own catalog starting next month. So. Do they really? Wait, what? Did it, yeah, I, I posted it on the Slack. That's part oh, of their whole it. 25th anniversary thing is that starting in January, they're going to have their own catalog, which is probably, I think Hassan said, is going to be like just one double-sided piece of paper. Like, But and, I've and noticed, to their credit, that they've actually been putting there, cover there covers, solicits. There yeah. were covers in this month's previews, yes. Yeah, I mean, times are tough. We get it. I don't want to I don't want to dump on IDW because I really love the publisher. But... It, no, but it, it, it's, there for a while. It looked like they were on the skids, man. There was like image coming how soon is, for how is almost every, everything. How is, how is every book you're publishing you don't have? And 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 it's IDW. 
every single book has at least one variant. How do you not have any cover images for anything three months out from yeah, now? Yeah, it's like the, the anti-Xenoscope. Because Xenoscope has all the cover images. They just don't know who's working on the book. So it's like the it's like the flip side, the, the opposite, the antithesis. And I, it, it's it's I don't think I don't think I'm 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 being I don't think this is an exaggeration. I am pretty sure between all the covers, all the interviews, all the merch, the dynamite section in previews is the largest. Oh of man, all they're the taking over. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's like it's like at least it's forty pages minimum of Correct. just dynamite shit. And I, I mean, I guess the manga section is big, of course, and you got, but I mean that that's broken up with Viz and Seven Cs and everybody else. But I mean, this is the dynamite section is just amazing. If you told me a year ago that dynamite would be producing multiple Disney books, I I would told I would have told you you're out of your damn mind. I mean, Seriously. they've got three duck books alone now. Hades. Yeah, uh, all the, um, Maleficent. All the, the villains, yeah, yeah, Maleficent. Yeah, crushing. Scar. It's yeah. crazy. Really and well. you know what? I, I let's give credit where it's due. The books aren't bad looking. That that is absolutely fair because I've been very very critical of IDW at points in their in their license work. But no, I think at least the stuff that I've seen, including the Duck books, which I'm reading, uh, I agree. Well, they looked at Tony stuff to like, oh damn, we got yeah, we, we got up our game yeah. for. Yeah. All right. Hey, that's about it. Because we're going to probably do any of your travels and take it on home. So if you enjoyed this, why don't you come back next time? Come on back. Yeah. We'll do the same thing, only different. Uh, remember, this episode has been brought to you lovingly by CheapGraphicNovels.com. CheapGraphicNovels.com. You are going to get the best prices on Omnibus Editions, ordered another one the other day. ROM Volume 2. Trade paperbacks, OGNs, manga, art books, all that shit at a fraction of Amazon prices. Yes, it's true. And after you realize what you're going to save, you're going to make an order, you're going to get a, an email confirmation, you're going to reply to that email confirmation saying, 11 o'clock comics sent me, my dudes, they told me, they sent me straight. They put me on the path of righteousness, Max. What can you do for me? And Max is going to say, ding, you know what, my brother or sister, you are going to get free shipping on your next order. It's, it's, big it's a plethora of savings. Cheapgraphicnovels.com. Just go there. In your travels, I don't know how feasible this is going to be for everyone, but I was lucky enough to scoop the entire run of the first volume of Freak Force for a dollar. Yeah, you were. A dollar an issue. Damn. Less than 20 bucks, yo. Right. 18 issues. Of course, it was spearheaded by Eric Larson. No mm -hmm. surprise. But the plot and the storytelling was done by, do you guys know? Nope. Keith Giffen. Oh, nice. And the book has that same Justice League comedic bent that um, Giffen is famous for. God rest his soul. The art is by Victor Bridges, more often than not. Mike Miller on inks. Chrissy Eliopoulos did the letters. Gloria Vasquez, uh, or Vasquez, if you're not stupid like me, did the color... And remember when they used to put color separation people in the books? 
Yes. Do we really care? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you guys did good work. But it was much difficult, more difficult back then than it is now. But anyway, so Freak Force. Have you any of you read it? If you read it Savage Dragon, a long time, right? If you've read Savage Dragon, you've read the Freak Force. And, well, sure, yeah, yeah, because they—that's where they—they they began. But mm. the the whole deal is Chicago PD only needed one superpowered policeman on its force, so they they kind of separated with with Freak Force, and they weren't sanctioned by the. The, the local government, um, so they went on their own. And this is the tale of Freak Force. You have uh, Super Patriot, Horridus, my, my girl Dart, Barbaric and Ricochet, Rapture, and Mighty Man. And a good chunk of the series is, uh, well, at least the first third of it, is detailing the mystery of who is Mighty Man. Now, Mighty Man was a man named Robert Berman who uh, got sick and died. And he was old, right? And he died in the hospital. And because his nurse, Ann Stevens, was the only one there at the time of his passing, he bestowed upon her the Mighty Man powers. So Mighty Man externally is a dude, but internally is a woman. So the whole mystery of who is Mighty Man like consumes the first third of this series. Everybody's trying to trying to find out. And it's just a really fun team book. You have a, a almost constant villainy of the Covenant of the Sword, um Mako and a lot of a good number of the characters from Savage Dragon including himself show up after a while. Kill Cat pops up. It's just, you know, there's. it's not a whole lot of heavy lifting, right? It's just a really enjoyable, lighthearted, fun team book. So if you like team books with a, a sl- more than slight comedic edge to it, as Giffen's Bwahaha uh, JLA, you'll really enjoy Freak Force. And um, Victor Bridges obviously cut his teeth on the work of John Byrne because... Uh, uh, it burn would be flattered. Yeah. Yes. Uh, like Savage Dragon, the letters pages in in Freak Force go for six, eight pages. They get uh, Larson's old school. He loves his Chitty letters. Some bitch. Yeah. 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 So you know, a whole lot of fun. I, I, there's there's a little bit of uncomfortable moments because Ricochet is obviously underage and mm. the cut uh, yes. yeah the cut of her uh her uh um uniform yeah. is a little um uh, little well it's larson it doesn't leave much to his imagination oh there wasn't a crotch or an ass that larson didn't want to highlight exactly so uh yeah freak force i love it i love this book there's a volume two but i think it only lasted like four issues four or five issues i have those as well but um, I, I couldn't pass up the chance to uh, get the whole run for less than the price of a trade paperback. For sure. Yeah. You know what I got today? What did you get? The Supreme Annual. <gasps> I've been looking for this thing forever. Seriously? I, I got it for a dollar. Yeah. And I got uh, Legend of Supreme number one. I got the Shadowline special for a dollar. I, I got gold today for a buck a piece. Yeah. 
Love the dollar bins. I'm trying. I'm trying to get an in with one of Dave's employees that pulls the books for the dollar bins. Oh, and I got mm. Shadow Shadowhawk Two Number Three, the one with the chromium cover with the poster. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get an in with him to like put all the '93 to '96 image books aside before you put them out. Because mm. like, I gotta scoop them. Got I still still don't have a whole run of Supreme. Gotta catch them all like the Pokemon. Yeah. When Alan Moore came on Supreme, those books go for like more money than I want to pay for a back issue. Bigu bucks, yeah. yeah. And they're not; it, they may have been collected at one time, but the tray, the collections are, if they do exist, I think they do, are expensive as well. Mm-hmm. And then when it went to to what was it, Maximum, Liefeld's Maximum or whatever, yeah, or extreme, yeah, extreme or Maximum, whatever. They, they, those issues are expensive as well. So if anybody has those, I want them. Yeah, in your travels, Freak Force. Woo-hoo. Uh, In your travels, um, because this just wrapped up, um, I've I've been talked about most of the six issues. The six issue, uh, it came out. And I want to mention it because... um, Manuela Lupacino is not the only artist on World's Finest Teen Titans number six. Half of this issue is also illustrated by none other than Mr. Mike Norton. And it looks amazing. How about that? That's yeah, great. man. I, 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 I'm always happy to, to see Mike's art, of course. But uh, and, and he's drawing the Titans again. And, and of course, it's this version of the Titans. So it's not like it's... Uh, Young Justice or anything like that. It, it's 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 this team here, and the sixth issue, of course. Um, there's it, it's it's wrapping up uh, the relationships and the fallout and a lot of uh, one of the subplots for for this series was um, the fact that the entire team, save one, knows who everybody is, uh, but Batman will not let Robin reveal his secret identity uh and and it finally it finally comes to a head and um and robin just is like fuck it um dick grayson and uh and and he does fess up and uh returns to the bat cave and and tells batman um i did uh i told my friends and and at first um because so 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 the sixth issue they're they're taking on the 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 terror titans and uh that battle ends how you expect it to end um and when they're done robin thanks the team and uh and and speedy says what are you thanking us for and and robin says for trusting me one last time and and garth tempest aqualad is is like what do you mean last time And, and and robin's like listen I have to let Batman know, you know who I am, because um, I swore to him that I'd always keep our identities a secret. Uh, and and even Bumblebee is like, listen, bro, we're never like, we're not going to tell anybody anything. So I mean, like, you can just we can keep this here. Um, and Robin's like, no, it's like that's not the point. This is what I promised them. I have to let him know this is what I did. Uh, so you know, good luck with the team. I'll be watching you guys and and 
you know, Viacon Dios. But when um, when he does get to the Batcave, uh, he and Batman have have a discussion. And Batman's basically like, "You made a unilateral decision," and, and Robin's like, "Because you wouldn't approve." Um, and Batman, you know, he's he's coming down a little little hard, but you know, he's like asking him if if if, if you really believe a bunch of children will keep your secret. And he's like, "Bro, they're fucking teenagers, man. I'm, they're they're no more kids than I am." And you know, with all due respect, you don't know the first thing about being a teenager. Um, and uh, and yes, but I understand the gravity of my actions. I I I I I broke my promise, uh, so I'll assume I'm fired. And Batman just stares at him for a second and just lets him know one month without the uniform. And he says, uh, "But Batman does ask him. He's like, the choice you made did it save lives?" And Robin says, "Yeah." And Batman says, "Will you do it again?" And Robin says, "Not without talking to you first. He's like, "All right, one month." And one month later, they're throwing a big welcome back party, and um, and Robin shows up, and uh, they're on their way out to um, to take on some more some more D-listers. But this was a uh, this was a really really entertaining six issue miniseries. Uh, you know, it, it, it's based on in that vein of of wade's world's finest ongoing uh so it's not it's not tied into to any ongoing continuity you're not you're not gonna have to read this and then read beast world but this is uh this was a good time i um i enjoyed seeing this version of the titans uh rep- represented this way uh and and the sixth issue had art by mike norton so you know you really can't beat it so in your travels if you haven't been following along with the issues uh i haven't checked DC Connect, so I don't know if it's been solicited yet. I'm sure it will be collected soonish, so uh, I would definitely check it out. But yeah, in your travels, World's Finest Teen Titans by Mark Wade and Company. Speaking of somebody who got their teeth cut on John Byrne, yes, Jesus, yes, he's 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 obviously you know moved away from that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. initially. Hundred percent, and 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 he'll yeah, no he'll, doubt. He'll, he'll 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 happily admit that. Oh yeah, he, there's no there's no hide. Yeah, he's, he's no fool shy about it. Nope. No fool, ain't no chump. Uh, in your travels, I want to take you back ten years. Vince, we're going on a journey. I'm ten here. Years. I'm buckling up. Yeah. One of the best books of that year of 2013, and somehow in the in the great cosmic journey of our reading and our ebbs and flows, I never read this book. What? And I say somehow because this is a book that I read all of the other major works by this said creator. I read Body World. I read Bottomless Belly Button. I read Doctors, etc., etc. But what I had never read for some reason was New School. Oh, you're silly. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're silly. Yeah. But our good friends at Fanographics released a 10th anniversary hardcover of it this year. So I remedied my prior wrong and ordered it with the quickness and finally sat down and read Dashall's New School, which was his follow-up to Bottomless Belly Button, which for you masochists, you can go back to our archives and, and probably the first year we were doing the show, we talked about that book at length. Um, yeah, and like I said, I just for some reason never read it. I don't know why. I just, you know, read all the other stuff. But but um, 
Yeah, I mean, listen, this book was highly celebrated a decade ago. It's certainly I don't need to I'm not breaking any new ground by saying I thought it was great. Um, I think the thing that I'm one of the well, not one of the things that I love about Shaw is that um, like I don't think Shaw from a what he chooses to write about is all that varied, meaning like the the themes, the underlying themes that that are in all of these stories, even if the veneer of the stories is different, is is very similar. Like he's got a lot of he's got a couple ideas and themes like, you know, um, like disillusionment. Right. And like Stranger in a Strange Land and dealing with family trauma. Like these are things that are pretty recurrent in his books, just whatever. But the sheen he puts on them or the the backdrop, the stage props are different. Right. So, so I don't think it breaks new ground in that way. But, but what I was impressed by is just that the the visual style is different as it is with all his books. And um, I, I, I don't know if you remember Vince when you read it, but, but the it's basically almost looks like he drew it with a sharpie. You know, it's 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 a it's a thick, scraggly um, magic marker line. Basically, is is, a, is pretty much almost every line in the book looks like that. But then with with the typical Dashaw like splashes and, 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 and strong uses of color on certain pages to almost to the point of obscuring the visuals at times. Like sometimes the art, uh, sometimes the color she chooses actually make it hard to see the line work um, probably by design. But, um, but yeah, the story is in as much as there is one is, is a story of two brothers, um, uh, Danny and Luke, uh, they're kids of the nineties. Um, and Luke goes off to a foreign land called Jian and goes there to teach um, kids there how to speak English. And Luke and his family don't hear, uh, Danny and his family don't hear from him for two years. So Danny's finally coming of age and convinces his parents to let him go to Jian and try and find Luke and bring him home. And when he gets there, his brother's living a different life. He's working for this uh, Disney World type of place called Clock World. Um, and then they they reunite and they get into a bunch of crazy shenanigans and then make their escape home. Um, that's really kind of the structure of the book, three acts. But but uh, yeah, but I, I you know I guess it would be hard for me to off the cuff explain why I like Dash Shaw as much as I do, but. Something about his work, it always, I always find it interesting. Um, and I wouldn't say I ever read it and think like I don't connect with it in the sense of like, oh, this is my kind of people, or I get it. But, but, but there's still something engaging about the way he presents these relatively alien characters to me, and I find them appealing. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Nice. I was going to be mean, but I won't. Okay. No, I love Dash Shaw, but I was going to compare somebody to him, saying that. Dash Shaw is the artist this person wants to be, but... Ah. Yeah. Okay. I'll save it for the the after-episode banter. Ah. Dash Shaw does... Oh, good. No, which you can only access by being a patron. What? That's true. Patreon.com forward slash 11 o'clock comics. You get hours and hours of inane after-show and pre-show banter. Probably, what's the average? Like three and a half, four hours? Probably. Around there. Uh, but that's not yeah, all you... Show, per month, usually. Per month, yeah. We don't talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah it it's crazy. Like, damn, you all sit around and talk for three hours Take after? the damn bridge. Uh, <sighs> you, 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 get, you get cover images. You get pages a day. You get fanzine downloads. 
Um, you get to weigh in on the book of the month and you get the dedicated Slack channel where we meet day in and day out to talk about this kind of stuff and a lot of other things. So if you want to hear what I was going to say, you be a patron. And, you, and you'll know. But anyway, what were you going to say, Jason, before you interrupted me? Uh, yeah, no, I interrupted you and I lost my train of thought. So, Oh, no, me. derailed. All good. Nice. Well, there you go. Hey, another one bites the dust. And we'll be back next time because we wouldn't have it any other way. We love talking to you. In the meantime, go to your comic shop, buy some comics, get online and talk about them, specifically on the uh, 11 O'Clock Comics Facebook page or other socials or just join the Slack, whatever. And uh, read them, love them, talk about them. And then when you're done, we'll be here waiting for you because we have one thing to say and that's good night. Chico? Bartholomew, right? No, it's not Bartholomew. I forget what, what the hell's his name? Um, Teddy Seymour. No. Seymour. Not Jesus. Seymour. Mephist- no, it's not Mephistopheles. It's right on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember what it is. Durkin? Dieter? It's Dieter. It's Dieter. Dieter! No, it's not. Neither of those. It's David. What up? How about that? It's a long one. It's a good one. We're dragging his shit behind him. Night. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Why do I always go to Michael Roll the Boat Ashore? It's like the dumbest song ever. Hallelujah. It's so stupid. Cinnamon. Just tell them how much you love them. Yeah, especially this holiday season. Love you all a lot. Why does it have to be during the holiday season? No, it just brings out the little extra bit of niceness. You should have it all the time, like me. Don't forget, Whoop. the book of the month is World Without End. Whoop. Is that awesome. next episode or no? No. no. Oh, good. Next episode is, is next episode a Wednesday or a Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. Okay. I got a pair of Colin on Wednesday from D.C. That's right. I wasn't sure if it was that week or the week after. But yeah, Jason yeah. just changes the schedule willy-nilly. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. And you know. You ain't making the bucks. When you you're back on the joint, yeah, you got That's be- always like, are you doing it Wednesday or Thursday? She's like, what, what day has Vince teaching class? I'm like, there you go. <laughs> See, yes. she loves me. She loves me. So oh, for sure. That's it for that one.